What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Heading for Heaven podcast. This is episode five called Insecurity. And I know I said I was going to have a special guest with me. So I do have one of my very, very best friends. Hey, y'all. It's Anna. What's up? <laughs> so before we jump in, I know I can't just randomly be like, hey, it's my friend Anna. Boom podcast. We're trying Insecurity. To think. Bam. Yeah. Also, this is our third time recording the intro because. We've had technical, technical difficulties. We're not built for this. We're sharing but. a mic. If you saw us right now, <laughs> we're, we're huddled up around a mic. <laughs> we're sitting blanket. on the floor, freezing cold, because Ari's room is next to the AC unit anyways. We're roommates now. We're She's roommates. It's been the most fun time ever, but we thought, since we're talking about something kind of heavy, insecurity, we all struggle with it, we would start by talking about how we became friends, mm-hmm. just to lighten the mood, build yeah. some... Um, trust and authenticity in the podcast world (laughs) but funny because whenever we tell this story we have two totally different different, yeah it's different and so it's gonna be funny to actually tell it together now yeah so my version is me and Anna have known each other since middle school (laughs) eighth grade (laughs) met her I think it was algebra class yeah Miss Rafa Um, shout out to Miss Rafa hey what's up girl (laughs) but I say we were class friends like we only were friends at school I feel like we talked yeah. I thought she was nice and cool, but there wasn't really... I feel like we weren't really friends outside of school. Yeah, well, but Anna I, said we were. <laughs> I tell everyone that, like, we were, like, friends. Like, I thought we were pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I always invited Ari to my birthday parties. No no hate that I didn't receive any invites in return, but... Uh, anyways, so we were we friends. Had different types yeah, of birthday parties. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> My birthday parties were small. Hers were. She has like a small garden party. I'm like froyo truck. Like, froyo DJ. Truck, DJ. <laughs> Everyone in the entire grade is invited, and they're moms. I had a hard time thinking, but um. Anyways, so in my mind, we were always friends, and I always did look up to Ari. She was always extremely kind, still is extremely kind, loved Jesus, um, set a really, really good example for everyone around her, made super good choices, mm-hmm. wise, beautiful, intelligent, all of the best things she ever. She me up but, <laughs> And she's single, y'all. But, uh, I'm single, too. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, both we're single. <laughs> um, no, I want to keep that. But anyways, anyways, so then we rekindled our friendship, end of our senior year of high school. We were both going to the same church ministry. Um, and realized we were both going to SF, didn't really have many friends staying in the area, so we decided, like, oh, we should think about living together, we should hang out more, this, that, the other. Didn't end up living together, yeah, didn't end up living together first year, but um, then, since we were wanting to get closer, I was going to go to this LO Sister Conference, Sadie Robertson's Conference in Louisiana, and Ari was like, oh, bet, like, I'm down, I'll go too. So then we both bought tickets. I bought a VIP ticket because I wanted to meet Sadie and Robertson. I bought general admission. <laughs> bought general admission. So we're like rolling up here. Really haven't been super close, I guess, for long. Flew together. Like flights were chaotic because there was a hurricane coming that weekend. We had like connecting flights. Had never really traveled alone. Like sprinting through the airport. Yeah, running through the airport. Like having to catch random rides. We're in this super small town. No Ubers available. Riding with random people from the conference. Like, doing whatever. But anyways. Smelled like smoke. Yeah, it was gross. Had way too much pizza. But God is good. We both got baptized that weekend. Not knowing that the other was getting baptized because mm-hmm. we were sitting in different sections. Um, but we got baptized. Both had really good conversation. We're going through kind of just like crazy seasons of life. A lot of transition. Um relationship change, lifestyle change, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and God really just brought us together, 
in that season, and since then we've been rocking, and now we live together. So now she's my roommate. Right on. And funny enough, Anna, we when I said I put that on my story about having a guest, and she <laughs> she immediately asked me. She's like, "Wait, is that me?" I'm like laying in my bed. I think it's Monday morning. <laughs> we had just gotten back. It was this week. We had just gotten back from camp, and I'm like laying in my bed. Just woke up. I check. I'm like, oh, I wonder who her guest is. I was like, wait, I but thought I, I was ta- gonna be. The guest. I talked to her before, and I was like, Anna, <laughs> would you like want to talk with me about insecurity? And I thought she was like trolling me. I thought she was messing with me. I was like, really? Like, are you sure? Like me? <laughs> I posted, she's like, are you talking about me? I was like, yes. She's like, okay, just checking. I was like, okay. <laughs> but now we're here, so we're, we're excited. Um, I think Ari asked people some questions, so yes. we're just going to roll with those. So I did post something on my story, on the Heading for Heaven story, and I just asked what questions y'all had about insecurity, any specific topics, because I know insecurity can be so broad. There's yeah. body image, there's comparison, there's um, relationship insecurity, friendship insecurity. There's so many different areas. So we're going to tap on all of those today and answer some of your questions. It's going to be super chill. Yeah. Super um, just conversational. But let's hop right into it. The one thing that was popping up a lot on the questions were comparison. Like everyone was saying comparison, comparison, comparison. How do I deal with it? I don't know how to stop my thoughts about comparison. So that's just something we didn't talk about now. So we said celebrating is a huge thing. Yeah. Being authentic and genuinely celebrating other people I think that can be hard and it can feel not genuine at first it can mm-hmm. feel fake of like but I'm not really happy for them yeah. like I'm not genuinely feeling joyful for them but making that a habit and then eventually it will change the posture of your heart yeah um, Galatians 6 9 says let us not become weary and doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up and so I think um, like Ari said it's not going to always feel natural. Like our first thought or, um, that, you know, go to action is going to be like, Oh my gosh, they're getting married. I'm single. Like, let me go buy them a cake. Like <laughs> The first time you run into that yeah. situation, like it's not going to feel like that. Like your yeah. feelings will be like, Oh wait, I'm happy for them, but why not me? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is there something wrong with me? It might be a question or whatever it is, but I think God is so intentional in having us in the season we're in and Mm -hmm. it's okay. Like he knows our heart and he knows where we want to get. And Mm -hmm. so if you just have to push through the pain and celebrate someone through a season that you hope to be walking in at some point, do it. Like God isn't going to be like, Hey, like you had this negative thought of hers. No, he's going to be happy that like you pushed through it and you transformed that thought and you had a fruitful action that came from it. Um, That's I think like taking your thought captive, you know, like taking your thought captive and making obedient to God is like celebrating is a discipline i think it's going to be something that like your mind is going to have to be like okay this is what i have to do and it might take a second for your heart to actually mean it yeah if that makes sense there's a lot of things in life too but um something else we were talking about um earlier was running your own race right like be the best Ari. i'm going to be the best Ari i can be anna's going to be the best anna she can be if i'm running my race and trying to live my life like anna or trying to be like anna then I'm not fulfilling my calling. Yeah. Like God has a purpose and a plan for my life, but if I'm so distracted in trying to make myself like somebody else, then I'm never going to reach my potential in that way. Yeah. So in Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and sin, hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So like that ending part, the race marked out for us, like God has a, like an assignment for you. Yeah. 
So I'm never going to complete that assignment if I'm trying to be like someone else. Yeah, that's good. And I think like a big, because we were kind of joking around in the beginning of like, anytime someone talks about comparison, the answer is like, transform your thought. Take every thought captive. Pray fast. Don't fast. wear makeup. <laughs> like, Don't wear makeup. Be you. social like, media. Oh um, surround yourself with better people. Like all these things that are like so obvious and are so, so, so true and life-giving. I'm not trying to take away from the truth. No, those things are true. That backs them up. But like in all honesty, I think a lot of times people don't say that they're comparing themselves too. Like yeah. I know me and Ari, like not all the time, but at least maybe once a day we like have to say something to each other of like I'm thinking negatively Mm -hmm. about myself in this way because I saw this or because I heard this or because someone said this or because of this person like whatever it may be and a rule that I kind of implemented for myself or discipline I should say is when I was going through just like a tricky season of feeling like I was behind the person I dated had moved on like all this stuff I was just in such a heavy season of comparison and thinking that I was lesser than that I did something Mm -hmm. um to deserve this that I was never going to be where I wanted to be be who with be with who I wanted to be with and like all of these things Mm -hmm. and I noticed myself like tearing myself down in comparison to other people and then therefore like either putting someone else on a pedestal and wanting to be like them or Mm -hmm. like tearing someone down like it was so back and forth and so Mm -hmm. what I did was anytime I had a negative thought I either about myself or about the person or people or whatever it may be Um, I had to write down five things that I either saw in myself that were great, that I saw in the person that were great, and then like a prayer of some sort. Mm -hmm. And it took me, I would say maybe like three to six months of like actually like living that out, transforming my thoughts. And like transforming your thoughts doesn't just mean like, God, please change this thought. Mm -hmm. Like no, transforming is an action. Transformation is something you have to actually do. And so, um, I associated those actions and those steps with those thoughts and therefore like now I don't think of myself in that way I don't think of other people in that way and I am just able to move forward in love and grace and care rather than thinking I'm lesser than they're greater than I'm greater than they're lesser than Mm -hmm. yeah and even like thinking too that the enemy does use insecurity Mm -hmm. to rob you of your purpose because he like his goal in life is to distract me right because he cannot touch our eternity he can't touch the fact that we're going to heaven that our name's in the book of life he can't touch that but what he's going to do is he's going to try to um distract us and hurt us right here on our life with our life on earth yeah so with insecurity he can totally use that to be like okay like i'm going to distract ari from her like her purpose and her mission because i'm going to try to put thoughts in her head that make her want to be like somebody else yeah because then I'm not walking in what God wants me to walk in. If I'm trying to walk like Anna's walking or like someone else is walking, yeah. then I'm not carrying out my purpose. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. Yeah. And I think like something that's super random that like I even had to do for myself today. Like I was just, it was while we were sitting in here, Ari was setting up the recording stuff and all that. Like I was just scrolling through Instagram mindlessly, like looking at what I had posted yesterday, whatever. And I came across something that like automatically made me feel like, oh my gosh, like am I like am I fat like am I ugly Mm. like what's wrong with me and like just these random thoughts that like I think in that moment just reminding yourself of you are exactly who God created you and called you to be and who are you serving well you're not serving yourself well Mm. the Lord you know first and foremost 
well or other people well when you're sitting here thinking about who you aren't and who Mm -hmm. you want to be and all these things that aren't helpful like if you're looking at Instagram there's this like Instagram model and you're like oh wow she's so beautiful great um like how does that help you in your kingdom purpose to be like her it doesn't Mm -hmm. and not to say people can't be beautiful and all these things and you can't cheer them on in their beauty and grace and all of that but I think really just looking at it from the lens of like okay I am who I am and why wouldn't I just work with that Mm -hmm. you know like why wouldn't I work with the gifts and talents God has given me with the physical body he has given me Mm -hmm. um, with the thoughts and actions and personality that he's given me and I think sometimes just taking it down to like more of a practical level and talking yourself out of the lies that the enemy is trying to plant Mm -hmm. is the best thing we could do um, alongside fighting it with scripture 100% and I think it's like I saw this quote the other day but it was like why do we compare ourselves? to other people you know like I'm gonna strive and like aim to be this sort of person but like the only person we should aim to be like is Jesus I know Mm -hmm. that's so corny of like be more like Jesus but like if I'm my life goal is to be like some Instagram model some celebrity then like I'm not really chasing the right thing if that's my end goal to be like Selena Gomez for example I want to be like Selena Gomez and I'm trying to change everything about myself to be like her like that is not like as a christian our walk is to look more like jesus so if we're going to compare ourselves to anybody it should be how jesus was on earth how he loved people how he served people how he celebrated people um the last thing i want to say too about insecurity and um comparison is that it goes both ways so i think a lot of times we can associate insecurity in comparison with like feeling like we're less than yeah like we're less than somebody else comparing ourselves. but i think sometimes we can use that in a prideful way too of saying like okay well I feel like I'm better at this thing than like that girl is or like I look better in this picture than this girl does or I feel like I'm better get more gifted at this thing um so just being aware of that too because insecurity in comparison doesn't have to look that way and I really do believe and know from like my own experience that the way you think and act towards someone like whether they're aware of it or not like does impact like the way you speak to them the way Mm -hmm. you act towards them even like I believe that it could impact the way they think about themselves because people that have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of them like we have a spiritual gauge of like what's going on around us you know like we have a lack of peace if something isn't right within one of our friends like we Mm -hmm. have um, discernment when maybe something isn't being said in a kind tone and so when you're elevating yourself above someone else like don't think that the person isn't aware of it you know and don't think that you can fool them and all of that and I just think like what kind of person like just what kind of person do you want to be and how do you want to be remembered and how do you want to love God and love people well and I think you know nine times out of ten when you're elevating yourself above someone else it's out of insecurity yeah and so going back to the root of like why am I insecure and Mm -hmm. like what do they have or what do they do that I'm so wildly like insecure about or striving towards Mm -hmm. ask them like be like hey I really admire that you're good with people I really admire the way that you pursue relationship I really admire the way you read your bible the job you have whatever it is ask them how they got there like rather than trying to get there with envy and jealousy and whatever it may be comparing yourself um just ask that's so good and I think that that's a heart check for all of us too it's like how do you celebrate someone else when they have something that you don't you know like even what I was saying go up to them and talk to them like form a relationship with them because I think the enemy can work in that too of like trying to make y'all not be friends just because there's insecurity there and I think sometimes the best friendships can be formed from stuff like that so that's awesome okay so the next 
thing we're going to talk about that we got some questions on too is body image slash like physical insecurity yeah all that stuff so i know this is kind of a, a heavy topic to talk about and we got a lot of girls asking about this one but before we start talking about this i do just want to preface too this is something that like me and anna both still struggle with mm-hmm. like all the time you know and obviously like God has redeemed so much of our stories with it and he has delivered us from a lot of um habits and hard just hard past things with insecurity and body image but these are just some tactics that we implement like every single day like one thing that we have here at the apartment too is we have um like I have sticky notes on my mirror right it says my body is a temple it's not an idol I will honor my body with what I eat what I put into my body, I will add value to people today. I'm grateful I get to move my body. And then Anna the other day wrote a little sign above our mirror that we have in our um, living room that says, the way you look is the least interesting thing about you. Mm-hmm. So even things like that, like they sound corny and they sound cheesy, but it's like, it's a discipline to celebrate yourself. Yeah. It might not feel genuine. It might feel weird reading those things when you look at yourself in the mirror, but like the Bible says, when you take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So when you weed out those bad thoughts of insecurity, you need to replace them with truth too. Yeah. It's okay to celebrate yourself in those areas. It's okay to be like, okay, well, I feel prideful in celebrating myself. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you need to hype yourself up every single morning. But it's okay to walk in truth of those things, replacing those insecurities with something that's true. Yeah. And the other day I was in this leadership training and someone said... um, we have the wrong like perspective of God and we think that he is waiting for us to mess up that he's looking at us and not wanting us to make certain choices and not wanting us to live the fullness of life and living the fullness of life is prideful and all these things and a lot of times that's where our misperceptions about ourselves our bodies whatever it may be like are coming from because we have a like not correct view of God And so I think, like, knowing that, like you said, God does want us to speak life over ourselves. God Mm -hmm. does want us to see us through the lens in which he created us, which Mm -hmm. is fearfully and wonderfully, you know, knit together in our mother's Mm -hmm. womb. Every intricate part of us is so divinely inspired and created. And so I think the biggest thing is making sure that when you have these negative thoughts, when you look at yourself and maybe aren't seeing yourself with the right eyes, you know, body dysmorphia is a thing like you can look Mm -hmm. at yourself in the mirror and think you're 20 pounds heavier than you actually are Mm -hmm. um but I think making sure you're not associating negative thoughts with negative action like punishment kind of Mm -hmm. um so if I'm feeling insecure about the way my body's looking I shouldn't go and run five miles I love to run running is great such a good thing to do but it's only good in a healthy mindset. Like you shouldn't be punishing yourself. So in that moment when you're having that negative thought that the enemy wants you to feed into, that the enemy wants you to believe, you need to sit and either read your Bible. You need to sit and confess it. You need to sit and do something that is actually making that thought honoring and obedient to Christ, like Mm -hmm. Ari said. And so a big thing that me and Ari do is like, I mean, now that we live together, it's a lot easier. But when we didn't, we would send each other voice memos and be like, girl, I feel crazy right now. I feel so insecure. Like, I'm looking at myself and feeling this way. But now, like, just walking to each other and being like, Ari, like, I feel like this today. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Like, can you pray for me? Speak life over me, whatever it is. Um, And just being willing to share, honestly, what your thoughts are really does change the whole trajectory of what that thought will do to you. Oh, 100%. 
Because then if that thought is living in your mind by itself and it's just you versus the thought, then of course you're going to think like, okay, I'm literally the ugliest person yeah. in the world. I look so fat today, like all this. Yeah. But as soon as you confess it, you're shedding light into that spot in your mind and you're letting someone else in yeah. that loves you. Yeah. You know, like automatically. That's why I think like with insecurity and body image, it's something that you need to be confessing like daily. Yeah. And it felt like, of course, it feels weird at first. But then it becomes super normal of, like, Anna, like, I feel so insecure today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she's able to walk in and be like, Ari, like, I love you. Like, yeah. you are beautiful. Like, put some music on. Like, we're going to sit and we're going to talk. And then just, you know, giving me godly truth to just talk it out. Because, it, obviously, you want to feel, you don't want to feel alone in it. Yeah. So when me and Anna are constantly confessing things to each other, it just makes you not feel alone anymore. Yeah. And I think, like, don't get me wrong for probably... Like, I started struggling with this when I was in seventh grade and got extremely sick with, like, an eating disorder and just developed all these terrible habits. And I was so quiet into myself Mm. about what was going on in my mind, what was going on with my body physically. And, like, I trapped myself, you Mm. know. um, The enemy planted the lie and then I trapped myself. And I think the whole time, like, God was so gracious in placing people around me that pushed and pushed Mm. and pushed. But at the same time, like, people don't know you're struggling unless you say something sometimes. Because body image problems and body dysmorphia, eating disorders, like, they're not always loud. You know, they're not always visible. And so I think being willing to be honest is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And trust me, like, I'm not someone who likes to be honest with the negative emotions I'm having. I like to be optimistic. I like to see the good in everything. And so me saying that I'm struggling is so extremely hard for me Mm -hmm. to say. But me giving myself the freedom to do that and be honest with the way I view myself or um, the lie I'm feeling in that moment has given me so much freedom to see myself with the eyes that God wants me to see me with. Because you're not meant to tackle those things by yourself. Like, that yeah. is heavy stuff. And I can't imagine, like, how I even did that in high school and in middle school, of, like, tackling thoughts like that by myself. Well, like, we didn't. That's the thing yeah. is, like, you can't. You can't um, do it. Especially, like, apart from Christ. 100%. So. So that's like my biggest advice when it comes to body image you need to have somebody that you trust and that loves you that you can be super honest maybe it's a text I know not everybody lives together but even sending a text or a voice note of like hey yeah. I'm feeling really crappy right now can you please pray for me speak truth over me that's honestly my biggest piece of and like have a plan like you can't just be like oh I'm gonna fight like this with no plan like you need to have an idea of what yeah. works for you so like maybe some people like it is a really chill prayer walk playing worship music, doing whatever it is. I know that helps me a lot. I know I can't go for a run because I know Mm -hmm. for me that's punishing myself, but I can go for a leisurely walk. I can go Mm -hmm. to a park that I like and sit outside and read my Bible. Mm -hmm. I can go somewhere and listen to silly music and get a soda and just have fun. Like all of those things I know work for me. So like find the things that work for you that take your mind off of the distractions of yourself because we want to like, the enemy wants us to focus so clearly and like solely on ourselves and when we're able to take a step back and do another activity, um, talk to someone, whatever it is, we're making the perspective and like the lens in which we're looking at things so much broader, which takes the focus off of our body, which is something that's so minuscule in comparison to all the good things that are around us and things that God wants us to experience. Okay, y'all, and the last thing we're going to talk about is insecurities that we find in relationships or in friendships. So a lot of the responses we got on Instagram said, fear of people and if they actually like me or if they actually love me how do I get rid of the labels other people have placed on me all of those sort of things so we're going to talk about that so I think a big thing when it comes to relationships and it comes to friendships is I think you can't be in a healthy 
friendship or a healthy relationship if you don't know who you are first. Yeah. And that doesn't just go with, like, boyfriend and girlfriend, but I think even in a friendship, like, what you're bringing to the table, if you do not know who you are, like, how am I going to uplift you? How am I going to encourage you and support you if I don't even know who I am? Yeah. The counterpart of that is obviously, like, romantic relationships and boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, I think, like, the biggest thing is when you're looking at someone that's in that and you're not, like... I know for me, like, I've had a few failed relationships. Um, let's She's be like, honest. Okay, a couple failed okay, okay. Not failed, not failed, not failed. Let me change my verbiage there. Relationships that I've learned a lot from and grown a lot in, but they, they weren't my person, and that's totally okay. Um, but, like, looking at those and seeing, like, always, like, something Ari asked me, actually, after I just got out of a relationship was, like, why are you laughing? You <laughs> did <so> this. <laughs> she said like oh actually it wasn't you it was pat sorry wrong um yeah shout out to one of our mentors pat but she asked me she was like okay so what'd you learn about yourself and like how'd you grow and just having that perspective like Mm -hmm. brought so much joy to the closing of that chapter like it doesn't always have to be this negative thing of like i'm single this didn't work out like why not me god like what's wrong with me and like i know me and ari ask each other those questions all the time like what's wrong with us (laughs) but then sometimes we're like i don't understand why we're yeah why are we why are we single single? like we're so hot but Um, that just shows you how crazy our minds yeah crazy (laughs) our minds can be but literally like one of our our third roommate is in an amazing relationship like this guy is so god honoring Mm. so kind like truly is just the greatest of all things and um we're able to be single and look at that and say okay like when it is my time like now I see all of these qualities in someone that like I desire I want Mm -hmm. someone who's gonna serve me relentlessly who's gonna serve my friends so well who loves Jesus more than anything in the whole entire world and just looking at people around you and not seeing it as of what you don't have but what they have and what you want and praying for those things and um believing for those things for yourself and I think just changing the perspective of like like I said not everything has to be looked at through the lens of success or failure Mm -hmm. like how did you grow how did they grow did you treat them well if not like apologize for that move forward um and yeah I think just and not feeling like I was listening to this podcast I think it was Sadie Robertson's and she interviewed her friend who like I mean, she's not old. She's, like, 24 or 25. But she's the only friend in their friend group that's single still. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is married. And she said people are always asking her, how are you making the most of your life while single? How are you making the most of your season of singleness? And she's like, since when did my life become dependent on the fact of me being married or not? And I think that that's something that, like, I so crave for myself and hope that I draw a good picture and example of is, like, my life is not dependent on when someone else decides they want to be with me. My life is not dependent on, you know, a partnership that is beautiful and does Mm. glorify God, but, like, I'm still me and living out the purposes that God has put on my life in a relationship can strengthen that but if you're not in the right one it'll weaken that and so don't compromise don't settle like do all the fun things like we're all about having fun packs over here like saying we're gonna do some Ari right now she's on a fun pack day three of her fun pack she's doing something fun every day Mm -hmm. for a week and like create these small things for yourself that just build a beauty and security in you and Christ relationship alone because if you're not secure and if you're not um, comfortable with where you're at you're never going to be able to be in the relationship that you want to be in yeah um 100% and I think like something too is like we're all insecure and like we've hit that on the head multiple times but 
Especially, I think it can be daunting sometimes if you've been walking with Christ for a while and you're like, okay, I'm still super insecure. Like, I do want a boyfriend. And that's okay. Like, those are good desires. Yeah. Like, God We're literally made to, yeah. to be in relationship. To you be want to be relationship. in a relationship. You want to be in community. You want to have good friends. All those things. These aren't bad. But you can claim that your security is in Christ and still struggle with insecurity. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're fake. That doesn't mean you're not as good of a Christian. Yeah. It's something that you're just going to struggle with. Yeah, that you're working on. Yeah. Um, and I want to address too. Uh, one of the questions talked about, like, how do I get rid of the labels that um, people have placed on me? Maybe something was said to you in your past, or somebody has spoken something over you that was not kind, that was negative. Um, and the only thing I have to say is like, walk in newness daily. And I know that's very Christianese, but it's like, you are not your past. Like, you are not what anyone else says about you. But something that Lisa Harper said one time, I think it was at a conference that she did. Um, at our church is to have a lion's heart and a duck's back. So, like, lion's heart, yes. Like, you are meant to be fierce. You're meant to be confident. All of these great things. You carry power. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. But to have a duck's back, right? So that means letting things roll off your back, such as labels. You know what I'm saying? It's like you need to walk with that confidence where it's like, hey, people are going to say things. Like, people are going to be not kind to you. People are going to say things that are hurtful to you. But having that duck's back of, like, okay, well, I know who I am. You know, it may hurt. I'm not saying that you can't admit that it hurts, but you need to let things roll off your back in order to walk and be a leader. You know, yeah. I think that's what she talked about, too. It's like in church, if you're in ministry, if you're leading or serving in any capacity, there are going to be things that are going to hurt and that people are going to judge you and, yeah. and say, like, speak labels over yourself. But you just got to have a duck's back. You yeah. got to let things roll off your back. And something I just thought of was today, literally right before this, I was going with one of my best friends to get... Um, her wedding dress altered and it was literally the most like amazing beautiful thing ever and I think when you're not so focused on yourself and what you don't have and what you do have whatever it may be you're able to look back and see the beauty of like oh my gosh like she found the guy that God wants her to be with Mm -hmm. and how amazing and beautiful is that and we were having a conversation I was like you know like I'm so excited for you and this and that and the other and she was like like how are you doing because out of like the group of us bridesmaids like I am the only single one Mm -hmm. um and just her taking a step back and asking me that was one so kind and thoughtful but also then she was able to speak life into me in that moment and say like but Anna think about this like when it's your turn we're gonna be Mm -hmm. so ready to celebrate you because you're gonna be the fourth one to get married and so like we'll have it down pat girl like you'll be (laughs) so intentionally celebrated and that and like I think just know like you want to wait well and you want to celebrate well in the meantime and like I know we've said the word celebrate a million times but I do a thousand percent believe that in the fullness of life that God wants us to live that celebration is a part of it and so like celebrate the friends you know because you're going to get married to someone or because you're going to live this wildly epic life as a missionary like your mm-hmm. time's coming too um so yeah I think just wait well be patient know that there's a purpose in it and that people are watching you in the way that you live and you react to these things there's always people that want to learn and grow from you and so set the example um it might be hard and you have to be honest with what you're feeling and walking through it's okay to want something but just know that God's got something for you, and keep pushing. Keep pushing. One last thing I want to say, too, is surrounding yourself with good people. Yeah. People that will celebrate you. People that, I know sometimes it can be hard to accept compliments, right? Sometimes it can be hard to hear people hyping you up or people just speaking life over you, but I think that is insecurity in itself. But surrounding yourself with people that will be authentic and just speak life over you and celebrate you and everything is super, super important. Yeah. So check your circle.
But uh, that's all that we really have for today's episode on insecurity. Um, Anna slayed that. We, <laughs> I was going to say, she's eating up that we, mic for real. <laughs> oh, I, this is kind of outside of my comfort zone, but I like talking, so it's okay. But I feel like we've gotten to a point where we're super comfortable talking about insecurity. That's why I was yeah, like, let me yeah. just ask Anna to talk about it. No, that. for sure. But I am so, so glad that we got to talk about this. And if for some reason your question wasn't answered and like, you know that it wasn't answered, <laughs> just DM Ari, DM me. I don't know if you follow me, but if you do, hey, shoot me a DM. I'm down to hang. Um, She's down to hang, get coffee. (laughs) Talk about it more. Hype you up, celebrate you, whatever. Yeah, just know that each of you are loved beyond measure, and it's an honor that you're listening to this. And even if we don't know you, we love you, and Jesus loves you, and you rock. Peace. See you next week. (laughs) Bye.